Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. The reading this morning is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, starting to read at verse 35. That day, when evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was, in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Friends, hello. It's good to be with you today. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you for your word to us. In it today might we find hope for this year. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How are you feeling about this year? Hope or dread or something in between? It's hard to feel hopeful, isn't it? We had high hopes for 2020, if you remember. It felt like 2020 could be a special year. There were 2020 visions all over the place, from politicians to businesses to churches. We had the Olympics coming up, Euros. There were all sorts of things to be excited about. But it didn't last long. 2020 just got worse and worse. There was flooding and fires, environmental concerns, Megxit. There was George Floyd and racism. And of course, the COVID pandemic, which dwarfed everything else, and with it, the lockdown and the shocking effects on the society. And it was rough at an individual level too, wasn't it? People died, people got sick, we lost loved ones, we lost jobs, there, were lon- lo- there was loneliness, there were family arguments, there was domestic abuse, and the sheer boredom of it. Christmas was sad, wasn't it? So many of us so longing to see our families. So at the turn of the year, many wished 2020 good riddance, and you can see why. And many spoke of 2021 uh, with hope for a better year. We've got this vaccine, it's going to be rolled out, and, and gradually life will return to normal. But is it that simple? There will still be many problems. There's job losses, there's homelessness increasing, there's broken relationships which, which can't just be put back together. There's the ticking time bomb of all the health issues that have been neglected. Are we sure it's going to be a better year? 
But really, right now, most of what I see is just despair at what's to come in the next few weeks. As I've chatted to people this week, there seems, uh, this seems to be far more prominent than, than anything else. You know, the, the COVID numbers are really bad right now. We're in lockdown three, schools are closed, exams have been cancelled. We're working from home all over again. We're homeschooling all over again. And it's so cold. And we can't get the support that we want from our families. And we haven't even got Christmas to look forward to. And then the actual danger that we might still catch this virus ourselves. So how are you feeling? I guess fear and anxiety persist. I guess many are fed up. I guess many are starting to feel like we can't cope with any more. Well, if that's how you're feeling, please know that you're not alone. And today is a chance to think about whether Christianity has anything to say about all of this. Is there any Christian hope? Our passage is Mark 4, 35 to 41. It's Jesus calming the storm. This is early on in the story of Jesus. He's still new to his disciples. They were discovering who he was and what he came to do. And here we have a few stories where Jesus and his disciples are put in extreme situations. The first one is this nasty storm on Lake Galilee. And the question is, what difference does it make to have Jesus in the boat. You see, we're in a sense in a pretty nasty storm too, and we need to know if it makes any difference to have Jesus with us. So let's get into the story. Verse 35. That day, when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, Just as he was in the boat, there were also other boats with him. So it's a simple setup, no big deal. Most of his disciples were fishermen, so going out on the lake, that's almost their happy place. But verse 37, a furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. A furious squall, well, what's that? It's a really nasty storm the wind and the waves suddenly going mad it's it's completely unexpected it's too much for them it's going to cause some serious harm it sounds a bit like covid to me verse 38 jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion the disciples woke him and said to him teacher don't you care if we drown Somehow Jesus was sleeping. The disciples, they wake him up, and and I think what they say is quite interesting. You know, it's not, can you help bail the water out? It's not, how can you actually be sleeping? But don't you care if we drown? Jesus, this is getting really bad. We're going to die here, and you don't even look like you're interested. You're just letting this happen. Don't you care, Jesus? Haven't we felt like that a bit with COVID? People are dying and life is getting really hard. Isn't Jesus meant to do something about it? Don't you care, Jesus? 
Well, he does care, but he also understands the situation more than we do. Verse 39, he got up. He rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. Wow. Wow, the simplicity of it, the the ease, the control, the speed of obedience, like a sergeant major whose troops snap to obedience at his word. Jesus calmed the storm. And now he can speak to his disciples. There's There's a question for them. There's a lesson for them. But just briefly, I wonder whether it was necessary to calm the storm. The question he's about to ask, it it could come when the storm was raging around them. I guess in his kindness, he stopped the storm so that they could listen in a more relaxed state. But maybe next time, would he stop the storm? Maybe he might just say, remember the lesson from last time. And with COVID, this storm is continuing. Jesus could have stopped it with a word, but he hasn't. Yet today, he reminds us of the same truth that he taught his disciples back then. So what is it? Verse 40, he said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Jesus sets up fear and faith as opposites. Fear at the situation around them. Faith at the man in the boat. Fear at the storm. Faith in Jesus. But they're more terrified. Who is this man, they ask. And we remember this is still early in the story. They had much to learn about Jesus. And maybe for some of us, it's still early in the story. There's lots that we have to learn about Jesus. And it's great to explore, isn't it? So come on that Christianity Explored if you want. It's all based in Mark's gospel, getting to know Jesus. Come and do that for yourself. But what's the answer to their question? Who is this? Who says, have faith in me, don't fear the storm? Who commands the winds and the waves? Well, it's the one who made the winds and the waves. He's the son of God in this world as a man. He's the creator come into his creation. Faith in him is the vaccine for fear. Well, what is faith? It's an understanding which changes the way we live. Let's pursue a hypothetical situation. Indulge me, if you will. If the disciples had faith in Jesus, if they had known that he was the Son of God, the creator in his creation, how might they have reacted? Now, this might sound fanciful, but I think it could be something like this. Maybe the storm comes up and they're suddenly going, wow! We've never seen anything like this. This is scary. This is sudden. Well, uh, oh, but look at Jesus. 
Jesus is asleep. Jesus is so okay with this situation. He's calm, he's relaxed. Well, we can be too. I mean, the creator of this world isn't going to drown in a storm, and it's very unlikely that he'll let his friends be either. Can you imagine that? Maybe scale the faith down slightly. I think faith could also have looked like waking Jesus up. So the storm, start, the storm starts, they've, they've never seen anything else, yes, they're terrified, and they wake Jesus up, but I think they would say something slightly different to him. Jesus, sorry to wake you up, but this storm's getting pretty scary. We, you know, this is, this is a bit much for us, we're scared. But we know that you're the creator, what should we do? And, you know, there's not a presumption that he'd stop the storm, but just an honest expression of how they're feeling. And Jesus, he might have calmed the storm because he can and because he's kind. Or he might have said, I know, but it's going to be okay. Don't fear the storm. Have faith in me. You see, this is the point. Faith in who Jesus is is the vaccine for fear. With Jesus in the boat, you'll stay afloat. Storms will rage, but the creator is in control of his creation. And I think it's the same for us. We'll go through some storms in this world, and COVID is the worst storm I've ever seen. But we can have faith in Jesus. The creator is in control of his creation. Control is a key issue, I think. We, uh, we hate being out of control, don't we? This week I forgot my keys and so I wasted half an hour as I walked back home and then back to church. And I'd had stuff that I had planned to do in that half an hour and I was annoyed. But really what had happened is I'd just lost control for a bit. Or when you're stuck in a traffic jam and you're meant to be somewhere but you, but you can't get there. It's infuriating because you've, it's out of your control. Or this virus which has disrupted plans for 2020, we, we discovered that we didn't have control. And then just when it looked like we did and we'd got the vaccine, then it mutated and, and it started spreading even faster and it's terrifying because it's out of control. Well, Jesus is the creator and he's in control. Whatever happens is in his hands. Do not fear but have faith in him. But the obvious question is, if he's in control, why is he letting this happen? And it's, important, it's an important question, but the Bible has an answer. It says that the one who is in, in control is good, and he's doing good things. But we might not understand it at the time we we don't see the big picture and when that's the case we have to trust that he is good like my little boys they they cannot fathom why I would put them through the anguish of wiping their faces at the end of breakfast the agony and the shame of it they cry every day 
But I know that it's not good for them to have Weetabix all over their faces. Or more seriously, why parents, we might force our children to have medicine because we know it's good for them. Well, Jesus is in control and he is good. And even through tough times, he's so powerful that he's still able to do good. And the proof of this is actually what happens at the very end of the story. The reason we should have faith in him is because of the most fearful situation he found himself in. Far worse than a storm on a lake. By the end of the story, Jesus is arrested. He's flogged. He's put on trial and condemned to death. He was never meant to die in a storm. He was meant to die on a Roman cross. And he's not just watching as other people suffer and get scared. He suffered more than any of us. But he was calm even then. He was in control even then. He was doing good even then. His death, it wasn't random. And it, wasn't, it was actually to deal with the problem of evil in the world. You see, there are not just storms and viruses. There's wickedness. There's harm done by man to man. There's bitterness in our hearts. And Jesus has a plan to cleanse the world. When he came for the first time, he died, and he took our punishment for our wickedness. But he rose again, and he ascended into heaven, and he is coming back. And then he will finally put an end to all the chaos. Like that storm with a word, he will stop it all. But he delays so that we have a chance to put our faith in him. Now this is big stuff. And it's, it's complicated stuff. And if you don't understand. Please come on the course. And we can talk about it all then. But the point is. Jesus really is in control. And Jesus really is doing something good. The most terrible thing which ever happened. The son of God put to death on a cross. Even that was in his control, and even that was doing good, the most incredible good that ever happened. So we can say the same about COVID. Even this is in his control. And even this will produce good. I've been really encouraged recently by a number of conversations on the phone with some of our older folk at church, Christians who have experience of putting faith into practice. Some of the people I've spoken to, they've hardly left their homes for months. They've, they've barely seen their families. They're in genuine danger of dying from the virus. Yet when I speak to them, they're positive. They're calm. They're, they, they trust in Jesus. Uh, they, they've seen that Whatever happens, he is in control. 
And so they pray. And they trust him. And they do not fear. And they're a model for all of us. As we say good riddance to 2020, or we put our hope in a vaccine, or we just melt down in despair, they say to us, fear not. Have faith in Jesus. Now some might say, that's all very interesting. Uh, Thanks very much, but I'm just going to leave it there. And if that's you, I'm really thankful that you have joined us today. I suppose my question to you is, who's in control? If not Jesus, then someone else? Are you in control? Is the government in control? I fear we've seen that none of us are in control. And is that okay? Others might be thinking, yeah, maybe there is something to this. You know, I'm scared of what's going on. I'm stressed about it. But if there is a creator to this creation, then he would be in control and maybe it's Jesus. But I need to find out more. Well then, please come on Christianity Explored. But for some, maybe all the pieces are starting to fall into place. This isn't the first you've heard. Perhaps you've been watching online for a while. And you've seen that Jesus is in control. He's the creator, but he's also the one who died to bring us forgiveness. And he rose again, and he's coming back. And through him, we can be right with God. And maybe you're feeling like today, actually, everything does make sense. And you want to take Jesus up on his offer. You want Jesus in your boat as you face the weeks, months, even years ahead. You're not scared anymore. You have faith. Well, you can invite Jesus into your boat today. In a moment, I'll lead us in a prayer which will show you how to become a Christian, how to put your faith in Jesus. But first, to all the Christians with us, this is our faith, isn't it? We're not immune to fear, to despair at what's before us. You know, the people I've been chatting to this week, they are mostly Christians, and none of us are happy about what's going on, but we need not fear the storm. We can have faith in the man. The creator is in control of his creation. He's doing something good. And faith in him is the vaccine for fear. So we can all join in this prayer. The words will come up on the screen. It's a prayer for all who are putting their faith in Jesus. I'll pray it and anyone who wants to can echo it in your heart. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, life in the world is scary, but I believe you are in control. You are the creator of this world, and you are good. I'm sorry for the bad things I do. Please forgive me. Thank you for dying and rising again 
in order to save me. Help me now to live with you and for you. Protect me through all things until the day I die or you return. Amen.